Welcome to Adventures in Creativity, a show fueled by conversations and curiosity, with your host, David Swida. That's right. Welcome back, guys. I am Dave. You can uh, just call me Dave. This week, I want to talk about something that was spurred a little bit by a podcast I was listening to, as well as a great discussion I had online uh, with a Twitter friend or Twiddle, 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 <laughs> Twitter follower, uh, James Terry. And it kind of got me thinking about a few things, and I wanted to just throw this out there, see what you guys thought about it. So let's get right into it, shall we? So it seems like these days, labels are everywhere. As a photographer, as an artist, it feels like everybody has to find a way to put their art and themselves into some sort of box that's been labeled, you know, by by who knows where. I, I don't quite know why we are so hung up on the idea of labels. You know, are you a landscape photographer? Are you a street photographer, a wedding or portrait photographer? Do you do commercial work? Do you do, um, you know, moody cinematic work? What is it that you do? Why do we insist on labeling everything? So probably, I think it was a week or two ago, I was listening to an episode of the Fantastic Lenswork podcast with Brooks Jansen. It was episode number 1,166. Now, the title of this episode is called I Am a Photographer. Can we stop right there for a second and just acknowledge, holy crap, almost 1,200 episodes. That is insane. And if you are looking for some awesome photography content and thoughts and thinking about things, that's not all going to be gear-oriented, if you're a photographer and you're not listening to lens work, you're not subscribed, I highly recommend it. Brooks has no idea I exist. <laughs> he's he's a doing his own thing, well-established, but I'm just a huge fan. But his episode, I Am a Photographer, was all about how, you know, we, if, if someone were to ask me, what do you do, you know, as a creative pursuit or whatever, and in his example, his profession he'd answer and say he's a photographer. And, you know, immediately the point he makes was very valid, I thought, where immediately people would think of all sorts of different things, depending on what their perspective is. So it could be that you tell someone, oh, I'm a photographer, and they immediately think, like the example he uses in the podcast of, oh, really? I need a photographer. My, you know, cousin Becky is getting married and, you know, needs a photographer for her wedding or you know, high school graduation photos or whatever it is, or, you know, maybe you tell someone else you're a photographer and they imagine that you're shooting commercial work, you know, ads for, you know, products and things like that. It's kind of weird how, you know, we all bring our own idea of what being a photographer means. It's just another label. It's an art form. So why do we feel the need to, to call it something? Now, this is something I struggle with as well as a photographer. It kind of makes me frustrated sometimes because I feel like I like to shoot a lot of different things. I don't only photograph landscapes, although I tend to find myself in nature very often. I love being outdoors. I love being out in the woods. But I also love just seeing what I can find around town. And lately, I've been noticing, and, and we've talked about it here before, 
this shift towards a more cinematic approach, you know, maybe a more storytelling, um, not necessarily documentary approach, but a way to, to kind of frame things more as if they were stills from a, a film, you know, but why do I have to label myself? Why do I have to say, oh, I'm a cinematic photographer. I'm a documentary photographer. I'm a street photographer, which I'm not. You know, I'm a landscape photographer, which technically, yeah, you could say I am. Why, why all the labels? It's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, when you think about it, it it's a, a source of a lot of arguments online, really, you know, when it, when it comes to different things. And that's where the, the discussion I had, a fantastic discussion on Twitter um, with a gentleman by the name of James Terry. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. James, if I'm not, my apologies. Um, he's over in the UK. And there was a, a topic that came up recently, something to do with a, a politically charged photograph that was made street photography, and someone was not happy they were photographed, and there was a whole big thing behind it, had to do with the celebration of Pride Month and all of that, which we're not going to get into here. That part's not important, but James actually made a point saying, you know, he, he really doesn't like street photography, feels like it's kind of a lazy art form. And, you know, I get it. He's entitled to his opinion. And, and I don't always get street photography myself because it's not something I ever do. I enjoy looking at it sometimes, but I'm going to be perfectly honest. A lot of the time when I'm looking at the quote unquote street photography, it all kind of feels the same a lot of times to me. I don't always resonate with it personally. That got us talking a little bit about the idea of, well, it's a fine line between being a street photographer, photographing random people in a public place, and being, say, a documentary photographer or a photojournalist. Now, he made a good point that, yeah, there's a very big distinction between having some random person with a camera, you know, walking up to you on a street, pointing a camera in your face and taking a picture without asking, and having a trained photojournalist covering an event, which could be in a public space as well on that same street, but it's a different feeling potentially, although is it? And that that's kind of where our discussion went. And it really got me thinking, especially in terms of this, this whole street photographer and documentary and photojournalistic and all of this stuff, really why does, I mean, I understand with photojournalism, that's a profession. You know, you, you have to follow certain guidelines if you want to present your photographs as photojournalism, because there are, you know, a, a history, a, a large backstory, a large set of rules you have to play by, which are inherently there to help make sure that you're not using, you know, photo trickery, post-processing techniques. Now, granted, I understand we're not going to get into all of the intricacies that go into it as far as, well, I can use a certain you know depth of field or I can frame an image a certain way to portray something. I'm not talking about that. It's, it's more talking about you know removing people or items from your photo just to make it more pleasing or adding elements in that weren't there to kind of lie about what was happening. That's where photojournalism has its own set of problems that we're not going to deal with. But as an artist, it really makes me wonder why we feel the need to put ourselves inside of a box or put other people's work inside of some other box saying, oh, that's street photography or that's, you know, that guy's just a landscape guy, can't take that seriously or, you know, whatever it is. 
why can't we just simply be photographers? Why can't we just simply be artists, creatives? You know, I, I've got to a point where because I do so many different things, I love the photo work I do. And it's, it's a wide variety of topics, but I also enjoy writing at times. I enjoy doing these podcasts, which is a creative outlet for me. I enjoy talking to you guys about different creative ideas. I love filmmaking and, and film. I'm not a filmmaker, but I love cinema. Why can't I just call myself a creative or an artist? And I know that gets a little squeamish for people when you think about calling yourself an artist. That's like that art with a capital A, you know, it's some kind of major important thing that really feels like it's kind of egotistical to call yourself. It's something that other people are supposed to decide. But when you really think about it, if you can simplify down and just be okay with it, be good with the idea that, yeah, you're a photographer, you're an artist, you're going to photograph or capture or create Whatever it is, your creative desire is pulling you to create. And let that be enough. Let that be all that guides you. I think today we see way too much of people trying to label other people's work in a way that that makes it maybe not as important or maybe tries to raise it artificially because it has a certain label. You know, if you're a certain style of photographer, maybe that sounds more important than just saying you are a photographer, you are an artist. No matter what that is, if you're a musician, you know, I, I came up, I'm a drummer, I've been drumming since I was about seven years old, and I play all styles of music. I mean, I, I've spent time in everything from concert and orchestral settings as a percussionist to jazz ensembles to country music bands, rock bands, you know, pop music, everything in between. I've I, Latin music. I've played so many different styles of music and I don't feel a need to call myself a rock drummer or a jazz drummer. I'm a drummer. I'm a percussionist. I'm a musician. So why do we insist on, when, when I look at my photography work, why do I insist on trying to find some label or some box to put my work inside of and say, well, this is what I do. And that's a shift that I, I really, I really want you guys to think about. And I really want to hear from you as well uh, about what you think about this, because so often it feels like it's so unnecessary. You're a painter. Great. Do you have to be a still life painter who specializes only in North facing window light replicated on specific types of oils on a specific type of medium or can you just be a painter? Can you just be an artist? Today's internet-driven society, to me, and this isn't a social media rant, but I think what happens is there's so much artwork being made, so much creativity on display every single day that we feel a need to try and shove it into some kind of box to make it something where we can neatly package it away and organize it and say, oh, I want to look at XYZ today. Instead of saying, oh, here's that artist I love. I love the way that they view the world. I love the way that they share their creative voice with me as a viewer, as a reader, as a listener, whatever it might be. Why are we following labels and genre instead of following 
artists whose work we enjoy. So my challenge to you guys this week, two things. Number one, let me know what you think. Why are we labeling everything? Why do we feel the need to shove everything inside of some predetermined box that you know society as a whole can't even seem to agree what makes up that label? You know, there's always these gray areas of if it is this or if it's that. Why do we insist on labeling everything in our artwork? That's challenge number one. Reach out. Let me know what you think about that. Number two, I challenge you to go out, look through your Instagram feed, look through your Twitter feed, whatever way that you you know consume create other people's creativity, look through those things And rather than saying, oh, that's some great street photography, or that's some great landscape photography, oh, that's a wonderful pop song, oh, that's a great painting by, you know, this impressionist painter, why not just take a chance, take a second, go look at that artist's body of work, go look at them as an artist more, reach out to them, let them know you're enjoying their work, and who cares what label it is, let them know why you enjoy it, you never know how much that's going to make someone's day. But I honestly feel that the more we can get away from trying to label everything specifically. Now I I get it. I know I can hear you guys already saying, well, there's a need for that. Sometimes we have to, we have to make a distinction between certain types of art so that people can get paid or it's a profession or whatever else. Eh, It's kind of a gray area for me. I'll be honest. I feel like we don't really need that. If you're a photographer, you're a photographer. If you don't shoot weddings, that's fine. If someone asks you to do a wedding, you can just tell them, well, I'm a photographer, but I don't really shoot weddings. I tend to, you know, focus more on different things, subjects, whatever it is. But you don't necessarily have to make a a label out of it and and put yourself in a box. Stay open to those creative, creative outlets, no matter what you're doing. And just try and pay attention to how often, you know, you yourself are trying to push something into a specific genre, a specific, you know, type of artwork. See how often you're guilty of trying to slap a label on something, whether it be other people's work or your own. And I genuinely think that if we can get away from trying to force all the labels, all the specific rules, as it were, I think we'll be happier as artists. We'll be more comfortable with our work. It'll put us in a spot where we can feel more at peace with whatever it is that we're making. All right, guys. So it's a little bit to think about this week. I hope you enjoyed this adventure. Now, next week, I do have another conversation coming up. We've got another guest that's made a return visit here to the adventure Adventure Zone or (laughs) whatever you want to call it. We're having a follow-up with my friend, uh, Mr. Riley J.B., He's done some pretty cool things since we talked last. If you don't remember, go back and check out the episode we did with him previously um, early on in the show here. But we'll have an all-new conversation for you guys next week. But until then, this adventure has come to an end. We'll have that brand-new conversation next week, so an all-new adventure. I hope you guys like it as much as I did. Uh, It was a fun chat with Riley. Always enjoy having him here in the virtual studio. But until then... Take care of yourselves. Be on the lookout for your own adventures in creativity. And you know what? Have a label-free good week. Take care, guys. Thanks again for listening. Music in this episode is provided by the band Portrayal. It's a track called Lost Souls. You can find it at freemusicarchive.org.